0: Welcome to the Pride Against Prejudice podcast, a Shadowrun 4th edition actual play podcast.
1: I am Simon, I play Bertha Huggins, aka Huggy Bear.
2: I'm Al, or Draenor. I'm playing Mav or Maverick. My name is Liz, and I will be playing Murin.
3: My name is Jack, I'm going to be playing Ployger. Hello, I'm Michael, and I'll be playing Sunshine.
0: And my name is Ridian. I am the GM. If you would like to follow our runner's journey through 2072's New York, please feel free to check out the link to our living campaign map in the show notes. Additionally, if you would like to submit any new locations or create background information for any of the districts, details on how to submit this can also be found in the show notes. The following content may contain themes and material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised last time on the podcast. Now that they've done some legwork and Toyga has been bullied by an 8-year-old, the team have found the entrance to the Humanis Safe House. Now it's time to finalise their plans. After you go out to sit under a tree, are you summoning a spirit? I'm going to summon a watcher spirit. Give me your summoning role. Watchers don't really get to resist. They have virtually no fucking dice for it. Four. Okay, so you kind of pull bits of the ambient astral uh, from the area and combine it with your own thoughts. And you're left with what looks like a kitten made of the same material, the glass and steel, as the community centre.
4: I am just going to give it a little scratch under the chin.
0: It feels weird. Like, scratching glass. It. it ew, what? It... Pears though, and rubs its hand up its head up against you. It does kind of shred your hand a little bit because out that's sharp.
4: Ah, oh, that's just cats in general. They shred your hand.
0: Yeah, Th- this one is extra spiky though.
4: So I'm going to give it directions to where the hatch is, and tell it it will be a very very good kitty if it can get through the hatch and tell me what's underneath. So it kind of goes. And then
0: dematerializes, so it's not visible on the physical plane. Uh, It goes off onto the astral, comes back, and you get... It's a hole! Very well done, little one. Is there anything in the hole? You just wanted to know what was on the other side of the hatch. And now
4: I want to know what is in the hole. Fine. It
0: disappears off again and goes comes back and then looks at you and says rooms
4: take his little head in its hands give it little scratches you're doing extremely well is there any one anything alive in any of the rooms and
0: it uh, goes i'll find out and zips off again in the astral and zips back and says There's five of them. There's five... Five big living things. Lots of living things, too. Lots of them squeak and they look tasty.
4: Those are called mice. If you do very well, you may have one. Ooh. Tell me about these big living things. They look like you.
0: But not. But kind of. They're the same kind of thing.
4: If they have cyberware they'll have their souls will look damaged or dim or broken in some way. do any of them look like that?
0: Yeah, it kind of thinks for a bit and says, yeah yeah they, they have gaps where there shouldn't be gaps gaps in themselves.
4: Some people are like that don't worry about it. Do you remember what they were doing? Human things? Can you be any more specific? They were they standing around? Were they talking? Were they playing cards? Were they?
0: It looks at you and shrugs and says, "Ah, oh, humans do
4: things." Was any one of them being hurt by the others?
0: It's not sure. It's kind of reaching the limits of what it can tell you. Because watchers are just so goddamn dumb. They they are so
3: fucking stupid. You're trying to get like complex instructions out of a bee here.
4: They're not quite that dumb, but they're close. Could a very weak spirit like Force One be able to tell us more?
0: A watcher effectively is Force One.
4: The kitten has done very well and it may go and chase mice until it dematerializes.
0: It just kind of disappears off going, yeah! So yeah, are you summoning a different spirit or are you going with that?
4: Yes, I'm going to summon a... F- I'm going to summon something of Force 2, I think. All right. Spirit of
0: Air. So roll me your conjuring sp- skill. Three hits. It's like a little swirl of wind that comes up to about your hip, and bits of trash from the street kind of get caught up in it until you can see a vaguely humanoid outline. What you think is the head kind of looks you up and down, and you're through the spiritual link, you're getting the impression of... <sighs> I'm here now. What do you want? And resist to drain, by the way. Five hit. It actually crit glitched, so I'll give you a number of services up to your magic rating, which I believe is five, is that right? That's correct, yep. Yeah. Yep. So you actually have five services out of it because of how badly it flubbed.
4: Right. First of all, you sarcastic little mad, I'm going to need you to mind the lip. Second of all, in that building, there's a hatch in the floor. I will give you directions. You're going to do your best to stay hidden, you're going to go into it. I believe there are five people in there. I want descriptions, I want to know what they're doing, I want to know if one of them appears to be there against its will or is injured, and anything else you see that might call, be of interest to you. Just relay it all back to me.
0: It's holding up a hand that's made up of various bits of trash, like straw, drink straws and uh, sweet wrappers and stuff like that, and it's kind of ticking them off and going, was that all five? You, you, you gave me multiple instructions there.
4: I'm pretty sure the first of them was mind the lip, but just do as you're told.
0: It looks at you and shrugs and says, Hey, this is a contract.
4: I'm just trying to make sure I understand what you want me to do. I was perfectly willing to be pleasant. Go down the hatch, tell me about the people you find there. Okay, that's one. Thank you. I'm,
0: I'm not trying to be lippy.
4: I'm just trying to make sure I get it
0: right i'll go and look at people i just you get through the spirit link as it goes away you get i don't know you just try to make sure they get, you do what they want and they get back at you <laughs> so after a while it comes back and says so there's five of them they're all human they're all guys a lot of them have got wear. what else did you want to know
4: Does any, do any of them appear to be there against their will, or are they all quite happy to be there?
0: It holds up a second finger and says, They're all sleeping, I think. They've all got their own rooms. Are they armed? It cocks its head at you and says, None of them are magic, so I don't really know.
4: That's fair. The doors to these rooms, are they locked? From the outside.
0: It looks at you and shrugs and just says... "Uh, I don't know. I can't tell. Fair enough. Yeah, it's a bit too technological for a spirit to be able to tell. They're good on anything that's living or magical. Anything technological. Me?
4: How healthy are they? Are they in pain? Are they sick? Anything like that?
0: It shrugs and says... Most of them seem pretty healthy. That one guy though, he
4: he ain't eating right. Would you care to elaborate on that statement? I don't know, he just didn't seem like as healthy as them, you know? I think I take your meaning.
0: Bear in mind it's a force two spirit, it's not massively bright.
4: (laughs) So I hold up a finger to it like give me a minute, and then I make a quick call to it It holds up
0: it's sort of spiritual hand made of bits of trash and you can see it's holding up four fingers to you
4: I've got one more, yes I'm aware thank you very much does anyone else have any more questions for this spirit before I send it back where it came from Okay, what spirit? oh, um, I summoned a little air ghost um, it's mouthy and impudent but it's gotten into the room under the floor excellent, what's there? There are five human men down there, one of them appears to be quite badly malnourished. They're in separate rooms. I think I'm going to guess cells,
1: but it can't tell me any more than that. Okay, what is the... can it give us a layout of what the, the rooms are like? Can it draw a map or something like that? Uh, I don't think so. It's not intelligent enough. Also if I
4: ask it to do that, it'll do something lippy and I'll have... I will do something I will later regret.
1: Okay, well, I so I don't know how magic works. Ask, and I will teach. Not right now. If you ever have any questions. Do we know what carrying like? What's what the arm is? Some of them, many
4: of them have cyberware. Um, It was described to me as they are missing pieces of themselves, which indicates to me cyber limbs.
1: That seems. Is that what it looks
4: like? You've cut part of it away and put something monstrous in its place. You have no idea how horrible it looks on the astral. Oh,
1: well,
4: I don't forget. Imagine kidding. you were speaking... Imagine speaking to someone and part of their face just isn't there. You've never spoken to a
1: gore before? I don't think so. He may have just been a smelly hobo, I'm not sure. Well, anyway, I can't think of anything else.
5: Can the spirit join us when we take the place down?
1: I've only got one service left. It will
0: disappear at sunset. So it's not going to be there anymore?
4: I can summon another. Better spirit? Oh, a much stronger one. You've not met Gawan yet, have you?
1: I have never met a spirit at all so far as I'm aware. Oh, this will be a wonderful experience for you. And well, I'm not going to be there, so... Met spirits? They're weird. Oh, we have met spirits. You're right. Fuck them. We fought spirits several of them. Yes, we have very much mad spirits. They were unpleasant. They respond poorly to bullets, though, so, you know, much like everything else. If you were able to hurt them with bullets, then they weren't
4: very powerful spirits. If no one's got any other questions, I just turn back to the little ghost and I say, thank you for all your help. I'm sorry we got off on the wrong food. You can go back to what you were doing now. And I just snap the fingers and it disappears. It hangs around on the astral
0: for a couple of seconds and it gives you this I done good kind of grin and a a thumb up that's made out of a Twinkie wrapper before it uh, goes off. There's some kids playing nearby and you can see that it's just creating like a little dust devil of trash coming out the bin that keeps flying over them. This seems to be just what this spirit does.
4: It's impish. I like impish.
0: It hangs around just throwing trash out the bins at people with gusts of wind. Yeah, it's it's an existence. It's happy. What was the name of
4: that horrible little shit from the bathroom?
3: Stacy, I believe.
4: Stacy, yeah. I do hope it meets Stacy eventually and follows her home.
3: And empties a bag of used diapers on her. Diapers are a little heavy for a wind spirit to carry.
5: Depends how big a wind spirit.
3: Cool, cool.
5: Depends how big a bag of nappies. Someone summons someone summons a great
0: form force twelve spirit. <laughs> oh god!
1: I think that maybe summoning a force a great force twelve spirit just to dump a bunch of diapers on someone is maybe a little excessive.
3: <laughs> yes, force twelve great form air spirit isn't that hurricane ball bag? <laughs> Something like that. For anyone who may be listening who isn't Scottish, look it up.
2: (laughs) Cyclone Freedom. I'm one of the unfortunate non-Scots who had to look it up. I cannot believe this is real.
0: Okay. Moving on from that. (laughs) Sunshine, we've gotten back around to eh, being roughly in time with you again. So what are you doing in the Matrix there?
3: We know that most of the cameras on or on the outside of this building would I be able to loop either start those looping just now or set them up so they start looping either at the press of a button or later on
0: you could probably make it so that they su- start looping at a set
3: time I would like to do that please
0: okay so this will be an edit action
3: edit unauthorized
0: Indeed. Followed by a stealth roll.
3: Three hits.
0: It's not a great job, but it'll do, and you know the time that it'll start. I will just let you pick a time when you're ready, and if I could get your stealth rollers, please. Four hits. That's not a bad roll. Yeah, you're absolutely fine. You've gone undetected by the
3: system. Awesome. One other thing. Would there happen to be any CCTV cameras looking at these five possible cells in the basement dungeon thing.
0: The only CCTV you can see is the outside of the centre. There's like a couple of cameras inside, but it's largely a... We're keeping an eye out for, like, go-gangers and, like, yobs and shit like
1: that. Yeah. Making sure that the grannies aren't giving out a coffee for free.
5: While you're hacking, does this place have a building alarm? and can you do anything about the phone lines
0: bear in mind that phone lines everybody has a comm link which connects to the matrix
5: but if they connect to the local node because it's the most powerful thing in the area she might be able to perform some disruption the only way you'd be able to do that is
0: with something like an area jammer which will basically just shut down all matrix traffic
1: well, if they've got uh, air, air seal, an air seal, an air gap network in the cellar, there's a non-zero chance that they've got some sort of cage around it, so that the, so that the network can't get in and can't get out.
3: I'm wondering why they've got five dudes down in, down in the basement as well, who...
5: These people could be hiding out after having performed some disreputable act
1: we are going in here because we know because this was listed as a safe house in the data that we stole of the 39ers
3: well we know that this building is notionally empty of other people from 1 a.m. onwards why do- yeah yeah why don't we aim to break in at Probably about 2 a.m. would probably be the best time, because that's right in the middle of people's REM sleep, REM sleep for most people. So they're going to be at their most groggy and disorganized, and probably most of them will be
2: asleep. This needed to be delivered by 9 a.m., is that correct? Yeah. And how long would it take us to get to the delivery point again? we we'll say it was a couple hours.
0: Say an hour and a half, uh, with early hours traffic.
5: So we've got until half seven to finish the job. We want to be... Hopefully, it takes five minutes. The job's going to take five minutes.
3: So break break in at, say, 2 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Hitting
5: during the night is one option. The other option is we hit in the 12 to 1 slot. After Humanist, the Wargaming Club, the Ballroom Dancers and the armature theatre group have emptied out <laughs> um, but before they seal up the building. So we might just be able to walk in the front door or kick a day lock.
1: I don't see the benefit of that.
5: It means we don't have to break into the building through nighttime security.
1: Which is probably going to be pish.
3: Possibly. If they even have a security guard here. If you're relying on us trying to get in at the time everyone else is leaving. Well, for a starter, most of this party is
1: trog. If you really think that the Humanis, if they are trying to get a bunch of trogs into this place, then Humanis are just leaving?
5: After they've left, when the cleaners are in and there's like three people there,
2: Alternatively, we have one of us join the war-beaming group and start an argument about a very specific set of rules, thereby drawing all eyes to them. The rest of us <laughs> slip in the back.
0: Take back a point
3: of edge, because <laughs> <would> so happen. <laughs> Yeah, go in, start arguing about which edition did the charge guest range rules better, and they get so angry and flip the table as only a troll can. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, if you
1: think that this center is going to let a trog in at any point in the day, well, I have some... I have some... Uh, coastline property in the Black Forest to sell you.
2: Well you humans can do it.
5: Well, Tiger can flip the table then.
2: Well, yeah, they do that, and then I'll go lift up the back wall so the others can slip inside.
5: Are you just gonna pick the building up and let us in?
1: I think the best idea is for us to enter after they have locked up.
5: So, 2 a.m.? Yeah. 2
1: a.m. around that time.
3: It's gonna be lowest traffic, fewest number of people around. The guys in safe house are probably gonna be asleep.
1: But well, I mean, the easiest way to get in right now is to just break in through the far door. It's a door that is designed to open.
5: In through the front door.
1: We could do that. If you want to try and get out of the area across the park. Then again, that would put us somewhere that we're not, right by the main road, so we're less picturesque.
5: The main road is at the back door. We can drive both our vehicles in, park them at the front door. I
1: think we're overthinking this.
2: This is a community center. Wait till after midnight, walk in, take what we need, walk out.
5: That seems the best idea.
1: Yeah, no need to overcomplicate this. They don't have us on cameras.
5: The one thing that we do need to overthink is one of our our primary objective is stuff off a server. Yeah. We have one hacker.
3: (laughs) Uh, steal the server. It's possible
5: we can steal the server. How how big are servers, Red? Not very.
0: Uh, bear in mind there's about 50 plus years of technological advancement over where we are.
5: I mean, are we talking like one
0: rack blade is a server? A modern PC tower unit is about the size of a server in this.
1: That's what I was thinking.
0: So
5: it's quite possible that the simple course is for...
2: I'll stuff it in my pockets.
5: Murin, Mav, and some drones to punch your way in. Subdue the dudes. Grab the server's leave. Grab the server, grab the dudes.
1: The only thing that I can think of that is going to be a problem is going to be the local police. Hmm.
2: This place is alarmed.
5: They have a response time.
1: They have a response time.
3: What rating area is this in?
2: This is a
5: B-rated area. What is the security response time in a B-rated area?
0: Does anybody in character have any knowledge
5: about that?
3: Police bribery? Mm, bribery?
5: No. One-star procedures with a specialty in control. Could I get your role then, please, Mav? All right then. So, for a
0: B-rated area, they're not going to be too aware of it unless there's gunshots. But what are the chances of that with this team? If there's unsuppressed gunshots that are audible, then, yeah, they'll start coming over. It's not going to take massively long, but it won't be
5: appallingly
0: slow either. They will
5: actually turn up. So, Do I know response times for security mage, patrol car the security
0: mage is he's probably going to be there within a minute or two let maybe less because he's on the astral plane he moves at the speed of thought he quick yep yeah the car that might take about depending on how severe it is 10 to 15 minutes maybe more maybe less depending on what happens
1: i have an idea oh dear if i take one of the drones and stage a break-in somewhere in the north of the district. We leave one of my drones. It breaks into somewhere, makes lots of banging noises. They hear the gunshots, they go up there. And then we quietly break into the place with the other drone as backup. Assuming there's only a single police car. No, I'm assuming that if they I'm assuming that there's a single mage
5: who goes to the first place, sees one drone shooting the place up, and then goes, I wonder what's happening at the second alarm? And a second later gets there and sees the strike team. The mage isn't going to see the
4: drone.
1: It's not a soul, it doesn't glow. Yeah, a a, a mage on the astral plane is going to notice a drone. They're not. They...
5: They're not invisible.
4: That's the thing, the astral isn't a place made up of solid things. Our buildings tend to
1: show up because they've been there a while. A desk might show up. If that doesn't work, that doesn't work. Like I said, magic is not my scene.
3: The place is going to be deserted. The guys in the basement are going to be asleep. I've looped the cameras. We crowbar open a door or something. We go down into the basement. If we have to kill the guys that are down there, bang, 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 shooty bangs happen. We then find the server rack, we pull it out the wall, and we doodle before the, like, ten, five to ten minutes it takes for the police car to turn up. And there's no video evidence, and the only witnesses are lying on the floor, bleeding profusely.
5: Or in the back of our van with us, because we nicked them for our secondary contract. Yeah. One
1: van mage.
5: What do we know about that lift? Basically nothing, because all our recon has been spirits.
1: Not very bright ones.
5: We don't know how to trigger that, how to get in it, how to get down it, whether it's alarmed.
1: That will be Sunshine's job. Yep. I imagine that we, that we ask Murin um, to open up the lift doors and um, Sunshine to get the lift working. Clarence normal.
3: Defeating lift is not beyond the ken of meta humanity.
1: I think we are taking a little too long to think about this. It's not a difficult job. We break in, we steal the sh- we break out. We break in the fire exit, get to the lift door. Our friend Murin here rips open the doors. I would like to point out that this lift is a secret entrance to a bunker underneath the community center. I highly doubt that it's going to be connected to the fire safety system. Valid point. That is where uh, Sunshine comes in. If Sunshine can stop the fire alarm from going off when they open the door. Sunshine, can you make the door not set off the fire alarm?
3: Yes, does it? Actually, matter. We're going to be in and out of this place in two minutes.
1: No, but if that's the problem that people are going to bring up, then we, I'm offering solution to it.
3: Yes, it's yes, it's possible. No, I don't think it matters.
1: Or well, then we break in the fire alarm, the fire door, get in there, nix the stuff, get out.
3: As I see it, as soon as we break into this building. We're basically at the going loud stage. If we can keep the loudness down to once we're in the basement, even better. But we're going to be in and out of this whole place in what? Three minutes tops. Let's just get this over with. We've got the floor plan. We know where we're going. We know what the target is. We know what the opposition is. And if we keep it under 10 minutes, the police ain't going to be here. And the cameras are off. So why are we still talking? Exactly.
5: Because we're not doing this until two in the morning and it's only six o'clock.
1: So if I don't think i get some sleep. I like that bit. I like the bit with the sleeping. That one's good.
0: Thank you for listening to the Pride Against Prejudice podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show and look forward to seeing you again in two weeks' time for our next episode. The intro is... More Human Than Human by Carl Casey, and the background music is also by Carl Casey. Outro music is Neon Thrills by Luck Hash. All sound effects are from freesound.org and credited in the show notes. The Topps Company Inc. has the sole ownership of the names, logo, artworks, marks, photographs, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc has granted permission to the Pride Against Prejudice podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks and or any other proprietary material for promotional and informational purposes on its website but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Pride Against Prejudice podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast remain the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Pride Against Prejudice podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 2.0, so if you use any part of the show, please credit us accordingly.